0: Click the link in the show notes, or visit orderct.com slash graduate gifts to order now. Welcome to Signpost. I'm Daniel
1: Patterson. Dr. Moore's out, recovering from surgery again this week, and we're highlighting the 2015 ERLC National Conference, where Dr. Moore addresses how we can better engage the culture as the church. James says, you think that you are being politically savvy, and you are not politically savvy enough. You do not understand the long-term vision of the universe. That's why Paul, when he talks to the church at Corinth, says the issue of going to, to, to suit with one another in the law courts outside of the church. You are sending a sign to the outside world that you, who are going to judge angels, you, who are going to rule over the universe, are not competent even to get along with one another even to resolve your minor, meaningless disputes. That's a kingdom issue, a gospel issue that you're sending to the outside world. The community, the worshiping, sending community, carries with it a distinctiveness that gives us everything that we have to say to the outside world. Paul and Silas are singing. One of the most important things that the church needs in applying the gospel to political engagement is not better strategy, is not better polling, is not better candidate recruitment. It's better hymnody. They are singing in a prison cell And they are singing through consciences that are formed as the people of God's consciences are always formed by the admonishing of one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Several years ago, I had a friend who had experienced a miscarriage. And my wife and I were talking to her and checking on her. And she said, I'm not going to go to my church tomorrow I'm going to go down the street to a liberal Episcopal church. And I said to her, why? She said, oh, it's just for this Sunday. It's just for this Sunday. She said, I just couldn't handle the hilarity of it all at our church. And what she meant by that was that there was a hymnody, there was a form of music in her church that only expressed exuberant joy and celebration. There was not the sort of hymnody that could express groaning, lament, the way that the Psalms do, as they, as they express every aspect of human emotion. Our hymns, our service to one another, our life together as a body, our submission to the Scriptures together, these things shape and form us even in ways that we can't see and we can't articulate because they shape and they form our intuitions as a Christian people together. They show us and shape for us what matters and who matters. And then we're able to be the people who speak to the outside world from a gospel frame of reference. Now, there are some people who would say when you're thinking about issues that are happening in your community or happening in your neighborhood or happening in your in your nation, one should not refer to uh, issues of, of scripture, citations of scripture, because after all, uh, people don't uh, accept the authority of scripture. And yet, when we come into the public arena and we speak from consciences that are shaped by Scripture, we are not coercively calling other people to be shaped by those Scriptures. We're simply being honest about what it is that is shaping and forming us. We can agree to work with people who come with different motivations, People who have different concerns, but we're meeting together as people who are shaped and formed through the community, through the mission, by the word of God. And what that means is, as we are engaging people in the public arena, we remember why we have been sent, which is for the purpose of reconciliation, we do not simply speak condemnation. We speak the justice of God and the mercy of God together. In the same way that digital technology has turned pornography into a kind of fake love, and in the same way, in a, in an innocuous way, in a less morally problematic way, video games have enabled people to experience a fake kind of warfare. Social media often turns politics and religion into video games. The people on the other side of the screen and the issues on the other side of the screen are simply issues. They're simply ideas to be attacked. And it can give people the sort of catharsis that feels as though they are doing something in the world when in reality, all we're doing is venting our spleen. We're not, when we do that, speaking persuasively. We are instead simply getting the, the buzz and the feeling of what it means to do something from behind our keyboards. Paul and Silas are on mission. They're standing here and unwilling to defend themselves and to to look after their own interests because they understand the issue of the gospel as it relates personally to this man. Many times, we Christians are quick to claim persecution when what we are facing is instead merely personal offense. Several years ago, I was on a plane, and I was flipping through an airline magazine, and there was an ad for a grill. And the grill said, who says it's better to give than to receive? And I said, Jesus. And then I flipped a a few more pages over, and there was an advertisement for whiskey, and it was around uh, around Christmas time, and it said, silent nights are overrated. And my immediate response was to say, how dare you take the incarnation of Christ and the words of Christ and use them in such a way to sell products in a magazine on an airplane? That was not righteous indignation. That was a sense of personal identification with Christ in such a way that I was personally offended by what was stated in these pages. Even though the people who constructed them may well not have known who said it is better to give than to receive. May have just assumed that silent night was a Bing Crosby song talking about, uh, talking about Christmas evenings. But that tendency is present in all of us, and the illusion that we have had of being a Christian majority in this country has not been good for us. It has not been good for our understanding of what it means to be the distinctive people of God. It is not persecution when the woman at the checkout counter at Walmart says, Happy Holidays instead of Merry Christmas. And we do not expect lost, unregenerate people to pray to God without a mediator when we believe that the only way we can come into the presence of God is through the mediation of a crucified and resurrected Christ. Sometimes the offense that we have is really rooted in a Christless form of religion that actually would be willing to take behavior modification rather than the new birth.
0: Thank you for listening to Signpost.
1: Please join us again next week as we'll hear Dr. Moore speak at a recent event on the topic of keeping Christianity strange.
0: Every day, CT testifies to the reality that Jesus is alive transforming his world and bringing his kingdom to bear. Jesus transforms, CT equips. Make a gift to our nonprofit ministry with a gift of $20 to provide 150 more people with redemptive storytelling, global perspective, and thoughtful podcasts. Give now at morect.com/equip